there's an agreement in place between both sides that would send Russell Wilson to Denver in one of the biggest NFL trades in NFL history, an enormous package of players and picks going back to Seattle. TSPN NFL insider Adam Schefter with one of a couple of stories today that's trying to take control of the other one for the biggest NFL story of the day, but certainly one that matters to Bronco fans here in the area as Russell Wilson. Deal's not done yet because the deal can't get officially done until the first day of the league calendar year on March 16th, but deal is in place for Russell Wilson to go to Seattle, or excuse me, to go to Denver from Seattle in exchange for Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a fifth. And and I went through this in stages, Scott, because I saw the news first about Russell Wilson just you know scrambling around today. I had to go out of town this weekend, just getting back uh, this afternoon. So I see the news about Russell Wilson and thinking how big this is for Denver. Then I see, after that, what Denver actually gives up to send to Seattle. And I get that for all the big quarterbacks that are in talk, that, that had their name attached to maybe going to a different team in the offseason, this is basically the, the price tag. Like This is similar to what anybody would have had to do for Aaron Rodgers. It's similar to what the Texans wanted for Deshaun Watson. They might have even wanted a little bit more. I think they wanted three ones. But this is the the price tag now because teams understand that like the way that the, the way that the, that position is gone the way that the quarterback position's gone the last couple of years teams are going for it right now like teams are deciding if this is our window we're not going to dip our toe into it we're going to go for the swing for the fences quarterback we we saw it with with we saw it with with Matt Stafford we've seen it with other teams making you know contract decisions but this is the going rate for that level of quarterback that you want now. Like we've been hearing for a while about, you know, different quarterbacks setting the new market standard for contracts. This is the this is the market standard if you want one of these guys that that has the chance to turn your team into a into a contender. And that's what the Broncos got. Now, like it has to work when you make that kind of move. It has to has to work. And if it doesn't it sets you back even more than any of these deals would have in the past. So it's a bigger chance, which is why it's so interesting. To, the, the teams are not hesitating to do this. Like That, to me, is the most interesting part of, of this trade with Russell Wilson. Is Yeah, I mean, we the feeling has been for the Broncos that they're this kind of quarterback away. And by the way, I do want to hear from Bronco fans today, 994-1017, because it's, it's got to be such an, emo, an emotional roller coaster. Aaron Rodgers has been dangled in front of you like a carrot. A couple of times now, you get Russell Wilson. Drew Locke is out of your hair, so I do want to hear from Bronco fans. This has to be a pretty good day for you, 994-1017. But it's, it's so interesting, Scott. Like From a business standpoint, it's a huge risk, and these teams, it, it, that doesn't seem to bother them at all. No, it doesn't. And the good news about this, Sam, we speculated and speculated and speculated about this happening and it happened, and I'm happy about it because I wanted to see Russell Wilson, if he was going to leave Seattle, I wanted to see him go to the Broncos to see what the Broncos could do with him because 
you know, Drew Locke, we've always talked about him. Well, that didn't work out. Different other options didn't work out. What's going to happen now with Russell Wilson? And, yeah, this is kind of Denver's Matthew Stafford moment where they make the trade, they give up some pieces, now they got the quarterback that they want, they can build around this guy, and yeah, you're right, it absolutely has to work, and that's why they're bringing him in now. They're not bringing him in, just like Stafford, I said it before the Rams won the Super Bowl and before the playoffs even started, they didn't bring Matthew Stafford in just to be a good team, they brought Matthew Stafford in to win a Super Bowl, or at least make it to the Super Bowl. I think this is the same situation with the Broncos, where the Broncos are coming in and saying, like you said, Sam, they might be a Russell Wilson away from being that team that can make it in the AFC. So time will tell if everything falls into place, but I love what I saw today. Well, the pieces are there for Denver. Noah Fant, I mean, that one's that, that one probably stings a little bit, although I don't know how much Bronco fans really care knowing that what's coming the other way is Russell Wilson, but everything is, is there for these guys now. I mean, you know, not so much at the tight end position, but with with Jerry Judy coming back, I uh, KJ Hamler was a name that got brought up today on on ESPN radio, which is an important one to remember. The the I mean uh, the uh, the former wide receiver out of Penn State, Tim Patrick. Like all that Denver needed was somebody that can get those guys the ball, and that that's where my hesitation is. Is there probably was some middle ground because I mean it, it's a crippling move. Like when I say it has to work, there there really there, there's no plan B when you give up. Not even so much the players. I mean Noah Fant's a good player, Shelby Harris is a good player, but you give up the two ones, the two twos, and a fifth. Basically, for two years of Russell Wilson, so you give up two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and in those two years, you have Russell Wilson to make something of it. So that's where it that that's where there really is no there is no plan B if it doesn't work because the Broncos are saddled at the point where they're not going to have really the option of going to a plan B, even as even as we see these teams get creative, like the way that the Packers have done it. That's what I do want to come back to that because again, there's so much that happened in the NFL today. There's so many different storylines, and I want to come back to that part of it because as much focus has been on Aaron Rodgers, we haven't ta- we haven't given the Packers nearly enough credit for the way that they restructured four, five, six deals to make that uh, to find that money for Rodgers. But it's it's going to get it's going to be even tougher for the Broncos to do that. But I got to say something. How right. much is Rodgers restructuring to make that happen as well, though? I got a feeling he's budging a little bit to make it happen the, because he wants to stay there and he too wants to win a Super Bowl ring. I'm hesitant about answering that question because he is refuting the details that have been reported about his contract. So we'll we'll have to wait and see on that one. But there were a he's ha- going to refute whatever you put out there nowadays. So, no, I know. You know. I I honestly, if Aaron Rodgers refutes something to me, it's entertainment because I don't know what to believe. At the same time, I've heard rumors that, hey, Aaron Rodgers has to make something happen to make this happen as well, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt whether he refutes it or not. Well, the bigger story right now is how many different players within the Packers uh, restructured their contracts to get him out of that cap nightmare and and create that money so the Packers end up still end up with uh, with the, they uh, last you know they have one of the worst cap situations in the league and, and ended up still having Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams back. And so Green Bay does get credit for that. But while we're talking about quarterbacks, I got to say this right now, Scott. 
Seattle, you listen to me and you listen good. You listen right now. When Drew Locke gets there, you have a banner for him. You give him a hug. (laughs) You tell him it's not his fault. You tell him you love him. You tell him Denver still loves you too, even if they don't know how to express it. And that everything's going to be okay. You get on that right now. Or we're okay, going to have some I, problems. Okay, we got a couple of minutes. I need to ask you this question now that this happened. How good is Drew Locke? Can he be the guy that goes to Seattle and becomes the diamond in the rough to lead this team to something? Or is he just Drew Locke that everyone throws under the bus? I mean, Which he's, Drew Locke is Seattle getting is I mean, what I'm asking. He's going to be a bridge quarterback. I mean, that's what he was in Denver. Like, I mean, look, you know, I I, I care well, deep. Then, well, then the Seattle fans aren't going to be giving him a hug. They just lost Russell Wilson, and they want to get to the Super Bowl sometime too. And if you're just getting a fringe quarterback in place of your superstar, well, uh, they're probably wondering when's our next quarterback coming in. And I mean, it's a bad thing for a fan base such as Seattle. And I and I totally get that. And I know fans it, uh, it like if you if you surveyed people inside that stadium Seahawks fans, I actually would genuinely be curious. Like if you if you put this in front of Seahawks fans, you can still have whatever's left of Russell Wilson or you can have this package that Denver right. put together, because when when ESPN uh, NFL front office insider Mike Tannenbaum says that it's a win-win trade, I think he's 100% right. Certainly, I think this is a win-win. I think if you look at Denver, we're a win-down team. we got Jerry Judy and Noah Fant, Tim Patrick, Devontae Williams, and now, yep, and uh, now we got a quarterback to compete with Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, and Joe Burrow. I mean, could you imagine trying to run a team in the AFC right now, like, the bar is so high if yeah. you don't have a quarterback. And I think if you're, you know, Seattle, if you're, if you're being honest and sober about where you are, guys, you're in a rebuild. And now you have draft capital to do something with that. It, yeah, and see, when he puts it that way, yeah, hopefully the fans in Seattle will still fill the stadium and feel the same about the but team. But it's not even just that, Knowing that, that it is a rebuild, because if they can stem the tide for a rebuild, it is a perfect situation because they are getting something for Russell Wilson. And it's not even just that, though. That relationship ran its course. Like, everybody was trying to, you know, pretend, you know, give the public impression in Seattle that everything was fine, but that relationship ran its course probably at least a year or two ago. Like, R- Russell Wilson was He'd just. You say the same for Aaron Rodgers, and he just signed a new deal. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the difference is Aaron. I mean, the difference is Aaron Rodgers is going to let is is going to has no problem letting us know what he wants. I mean, we don't really know what Russell Wilson wants or how Russell Wilson really felt about things in Seattle. But it was clear, even watching from the outside, that all that was going to happen was his, was he was just going to continue to run whatever's left of his career into the ground in Seattle. They 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 I mean, Seattle was setting themselves up. Seattle's been setting themselves up for this. For, for a while. They weren't doing anything to prolong Russell Wilson's career. I mean, if anything, if, if anything is time, they're probably shortened it because of because of, of how much they just relied on him to make something of an offense. And so that's the hope if if you're Denver is you know what Russell Wilson was and you hope that there's a little something left in there and for the next two years 
you commit to being in in this win now mode. I mean, I don't know that I would put. I, I I don't know that anybody would put Denver in the same win now category as you know, say the Rams were in this past season. But they've been working their way up towards it. So the hope is that you know, in, at some point in the next two years, I think years, you were just saying a little while ago that they kind of are. That's why I used the comparison because if you're going to make that deal, you're bringing them in to win now. Well, you're not bringing them in to win in a couple of years when it's contract. Well, my is hesitation. Up. You, you want to win this year. My hesitation. They have, a, they have a possibility of of making some noise now. I mean, my hesitation with this is, yeah, they are in win now mode, and the thought has. I mean, the thought watching the last couple of years is that they were a quarterback away. I don't know that it necessarily had to be Russell Wilson for five draft picks and and two good players and a, a man who I want to wrap in bubble wrap and, and tell him and everything's going to be okay. And that's what makes win now because of what they gave up. I mean, they're not going to give that up if they're just rebuilding or kind of building to where they want to be. No, they're doing this because they feel Russell Wilson can be the guy with the pieces that they have. And we saw with the Rams, you get the right quarterback in. Jared Goff was a great quarterback, led them to a Super Bowl, but then... You make the deal for Stafford, and he was the guy that put him over the hump. They're, 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 they're thinking the same thing with Russell Wilson going into Denver. It's just so interesting from a business standpoint, though, that we're seeing this become a trend at this point, that teams are forcing themselves into their own we-have-to-win-now situation without having all as as much control over it as, as you would imagine, just knowing what we know about how professional sports teams run their business. I'm going to be very, very curious to see how this kind of simulates what Tampa Bay did a couple of years ago when they brought in Gronk and they brought in Brady because they were a couple of pieces away and they won the thing that year. Maybe in the AFC, this can be the same team that does the same thing and kind of usurps Kansas City. Perhaps. I mean, it's going to be an uphill battle, but at least now you got the pieces and you don't have the question marks at quarterback, provided the big, big if everyone stays healthy. Well, now the next thing for Denver is uh, Von Miller, of course, legend in Denver, future Hall of Famer. He goes to the Rams. He wins his Super Bowl, but he was kind of dropping some some Easter egg hints on, on social media over the weekend that he might be open to coming back to Denver. And, then, and, and so... I mean, at that point, the more that pieces... That would be interesting. Yeah, no, it would be really interesting, and the more pieces... It would pieces, make Ram fans kind of pissed off, but it would be interesting Oh, for, they got uh, their the Super Broncos. Bowl. I don't think... I don't think they'll... I mean, I, I don't know that they'll miss... I mean, I, I, I think Denver fans care more about him than Rams fans do. He got him their uh, Super that, Bowl. I, I, will, I will agree on that one. Although they embraced him a lot, but yeah, I will agree on that one, that uh, Denver would... Bring him back with open arms, and he's going to have to. I mean, he's going to have to do some reconciliation and 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 you know say to Denver fans, "Hey, remember when I said that? You know, I woke up one, I, I went to bed with a sub five hundred record, and then woke up on a Super Bowl contender. Ah, I was, I, that, that that was for them. I don't. That, that wasn't about you guys. That was just me playing along with 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 my new team and my new fan base. Don't worry about it. We're, we're good. Much love. I forgot about that because hey, who cares? He was right, and now he can go back and say, "Hey, now I'm on a better team, or at least on a very, very similar style team than what I just left." So you know, there's that. Before we go to break, big Cowboy wide receiver news as the Cowboy wide receiver room is is under its own big microscope here over the sports weekend, and one of the weirdest 
developments and trajectories of a sports story that I've ever seen. For Amari, for the news to blow up about about Amari Cooper on Friday the way that it did, and then just go dead after that for the rest of the weekend. But we do have a big update on the Cowboy wide receiver front. You ready, Scott? I don't know if you've seen this yet. This, I was this, waiting it, for that music. Go ahead. Signed to a one-year extension. Noah Brown. Wow. On a day when Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson make headlines, Cowboys throw Noah Brown and a Dalton Schultz franchise tag out there to try to get that attention. Ah, well, at least it wasn't Charlie. He can't kick a football very well, so, you know. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's go to commercial.